The Terrible Warriors receives funding from Patreon supporters just like you. If you'd like to get involved in the show and help make more Terrible Warriors, check us out at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. You can receive access to exclusive debrief episodes, be named in a future game, even join us here on the show. And if you're already a Patreon supporter, thank you. Today on the Terrible Warriors, return to that galaxy far, far away. A long time ago, shortly after the destruction of the second Death Star, Governor Adelhard in the Anawat sector shut everything down. No information, no supplies, no people. It was an era known as the Iron Blockade. And inside the blockade on a have-not world called Nathoyan, two Imperial officers on the bottom of the ladder and one malfunctioning droid have been tasked with, well, all the things no one else wants to do. There is no food, there is no supplies, and the people are starting to figure out there is no hope and no help coming for them. So... Let's get back to work and tell everyone the good news, right? This is part two in Bree Poison's campaign, Ashes of the Empire. And our have-not Imperial officers, they are your terrible warriors. Hello, terrible listeners! Bree Poison back with another Star Wars game. We're still playing it. The first episode was fine. We're still going. I didn't rage quit. Everything's good. (laughs) Um, So welcome back. We're going to get right into it today because we've got a lot of terrible menial tasks for these poor guys to do. When you say it like that, though, it sounds like the second we cut the last episode, you were like, I'm done! And And we had to talk you back in here. Yeah, I just rage quit and left and, like, honestly... That's kind of what the past two weeks have been like. I mean, I did execute. Justin <laughs> did execute a person and his family in the first forty-five minutes of the game. So pretty, I can imagine, yeah, pretty. Yeah, early but on. like the listeners didn't know, but my face was just pure childlike joy on Christmas morning when that was happening. So I mean, <laughs> it was great. Um, speaking of pure childlike joy, <laughs> what's up to my left? Ju- Julian, t- my, the, the, the murder gloves are off. Spillane. Oh. <laughs> He took the murder gloves off. <laughs> and AJ Spaceman Fry here. Oh. Oh, and uh, Connell Macbeth, known as Dr. Terrawatt. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. It's been five minutes for us, but it's been several weeks for everyone listening. So let's recap briefly what happened. Julian is still a terrible human being, <laughs> which is why I invited him. Do we, do we have to recap this? <laughs> well, I mean, he hasn't played with us for a little while. True. So <laughs> just in case like we've got new listeners who've never heard Julian before, he was the original Terrible Warriors Judas before I took up that mantle. Um, also, if you haven't listened to Pokemon, you're a bad person. You should go back and listen to Pokemon, audience. Yeah, you should listen to the, the beautiful <laughs> death of Money Shot the Weedle. Spoilers. <laughs> Rip. Rip. Rip Money Shot the Weedle. Money um, Shot. <laughs> Our droid is just super happy about how well the Empire is doing. 100% optimistic about everything. Right, triple zero three PO. Yep. <laughs> Did an excellent job of telling everyone that their food was gone. Well, it was already delivered. Yes. <laughs> of well, course. And then Julian murdered the person who had the cheek to throw a shoe. I actually murdered the person next to oh, the person who threw the shoe and his family. <laughs> and his family. And made him watch. Yeah, and right. off screen, 
in the Final Fantasy 15 fashion, the really exciting stuff happened, and his family was murdered in front of him. Yeah. Um, and but he's then, still alive, right? So he's still oh, he's out still there. alive. He's very productive. We wouldn't want to get rid of him. <laughs> he's very productive. Look, productivity is very important to the Empire. He doesn't have to worry about feeding his family anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Adelhard. <laughs> Justin is here as our despot dictator, Adelhard. <laughs> he just really wanted, he was really sad when the Emperor was dead, and he wanted to be the Emperor. So that's where that voice came from. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Connell's character, uh, Magus, found out something very interesting towards the end of that episode. Yep, I found out that uh, Officer Hughes has uh, is guilty of corruption. He has been taking supplies from the people that were supposed to be distributing to Natharian, Natholian rather, and is keeping them for himself. So I am now, instead of confronting him about that, in the process of automating the system, so it is impossible for him to continue doing that. <laughs> I'm basically just going to try to fix the problem, like, and, and foil his continued corruption without confronting him whatsoever. <laughs> On that note, don't just you so love... Just so that the only thing he can do if he finds out is look at me angrily, and I'll be like, I'm good at my job. And then go <laughs> I'm, good at, I'm good at my job that no one asked me to do ever. <laughs> Here I am in the armpit of the galaxy because... It's so great that you did this for (laughs) us, like, through bleeding teeth. (laughs) On that note, don't you love being a Patreon supporter? Andy Hughes, you're committing treason. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to my game. All right, so next day, you guys did an excellent job the other day. You murdered some people. Everything's going well. Um, You check in with Hughes in the morning, Julian. Uh, Jarrell checks in with Hughes in the morning, and the uh, executions were done. Excellent. We're done the night before, you know, and he just wants to kind of give you a pat on the back for coming up with that idea. It seems to have been very effective. Well, thank you, sir. And the citizenry needs to be motivated adequately. And sometimes <laughs> motivations are, you know, out of left field. And he's he's very pleased with you, so he actually invites you to have breakfast with him. Ooh. So you can go ahead and do that. Um, you know, you talk about some of the things that you found out the night before, right? His commanding officer is Baumgartner. Uh, also, thank you for being a Patreon supporter. You're all Imperials this time. How do you feel about your lives? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, you know, his commanding officer is Baumgartner. Baumgartner more or less uh, reports to Adelhard. Um, you know, you, you get your confirmation on how that infrastructure works. You have your hierarchy down. Uh, you, Connell, need to eat breakfast by yourself because you were not invited. Um, but, I mean, you could take your handy-dandy robot friend along who does not eat, mm-hmm. but you could have breakfast with him anyway. I'm sure he'd be more than happy. <laughs> I think it would be a wonderful experience. <laughs> the eggs are tremendous. <laughs> and I am, I am very seriously going to, like, go through, go through breakfast as fast as I can and, and like, complete my project. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I'm given my assignment for today. Because I want to I'm going if... to say that this is a fairly difficult project, so you're going to need a couple days to do it, um, unless you would like to flip a destiny point and be a prodigy and complete it right now. Mm-hmm. Is that it? <laughs> you want to complete it right now, yes? Yeah, I want to just be like, yeah, no, I foiled uh, corruption before breakfast. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to do that, you can just flip a and destiny point and I'll give it like, to you right now. And that is why I'm on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just, so flip oh, that destiny point and then you just mosey on over <laughs> to where uh, Hughes and... Before he disrupts the whole thing, can I ask Hughes a question yes. about, um, you know, I, I, I'll just role play it, actually. Mm-hmm. 
brilliant job on the on on the rationing, sir. I think that uh, you know keeping the citizenry hungry will provide an adequate motivation for them. This is a uh, is this your strategy? Is this is this is this uh, from from the empire? Or is this your own brilliance? We're on orders from Adelhard to watch for rebels and to squeeze them out in any situation that we can. Um, but but it was a little of my own doing to keep the extra rations. Of course, you can't you can't buy loyalty, the sort that we have here. But I do like to reward it. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Is uh, quite a strategy. So he's. You can tell that um, Hughes is very, like he is running a lot of that rationing mm-hmm. there. And you walk up just as <laughs> he's learning this, and now you know, <laughs> right? That destiny point will cover that. You know that it is Hughes who is doing this. Who's who's doing this? Like in his entirety, he's basically just like keeping supplies for himself. Um. So I have fixed this. I have automated this yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you have. I've you wrote it. up. You wrote up a report. It details everything. Um, I'll I'll say you ran it by our three PO unit to be like this is this is correct, like, right? Check, check like, my math. Yeah, <laughs> double check this because you have all of the knowledge skills, right? Like you have all the knowledge in the party. Make sure I you fill are, out all the forms. You are an imperial droid, even if you're broken. Look, I didn't <laughs> doubt that he could do the job before he did it, but I just am so delighted to affirm his brilliance. <laughs> Did he perhaps already transmit it to Adelhard's office for him to immediately broadcast it out to the whole base? Oh, would you <laughs> go like past to the have chain done of that? command? Oh no, I would have made. Uh, I would have double checked with Triple uh, O here to make sure that I'm filling out all the correct forms mm-hmm. uh, when improving the system and everything like that. And it's just like you need to fill out form three five six. Those are blue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, not like, that blue. The other blue. The other blue. Imperial blue. The one that's the uh, same color as your eyes, which look lovely today, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> good, good morning. Um, so are you are you pushing it past Hughes or are you going to give it to um, Hughes and force him to push it up the ladder? I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to I'm basically going to bring it to Hughes and be like, hey, so I fixed that problem that you guys were having. What problem? Um, I noticed that there was an issue with the distribution network that you guys were working on. I know that you are obviously already aware of this because, you know, I didn't need to bring this to your attention. You already knew uh, you were having some difficulty with distribution. So I've already fixed it. Uh, and you just like, and there is no need to worry about this. Uh, I've saved you the rest of your morning for breakfast by already putting this forward to Bomb Gardner, uh, the <laughs> officer ahead of you, uh, so that you can just uh, enjoy your morning coffee, uh, breathe some of this fresh, wonderful Nithoian air, and uh, I'll see you at lunch. <laughs> just like. <laughs> Hughes is not happy. No. <laughs> but it's not like he can but, say anything. But he can't say anything. He's just chewing his lower lip. And, and and he started, like, itching his hands. This is a thing you've noticed him doing when his superiors are talking to him, when he has this thing where he just, he just itches. He's anxious. He's an itchy person. It's an anxious tick. <laughs> it's all the meth. <laughs> so he's... And, and he's got the report... Um, and he flips through it briefly. Julian, you're still at the table with him. He flips through it briefly, Awkward. and you can see him just getting more and more upset as he flips through this report. And finally, he seems to remember you're there, and he slaps the report shut. He says, I um, 
I need to go read this properly and confer with my superiors. Of course, I'll have your um, your assignment for the day transferred to your data pad. I would I would suggest you go and collect your compatriots. Right? He's very clipped now. <laughs> as he gets up and he leaves. He was inefficient. <laughs> he needed to be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> just like just, who needs the serial killer gloves now Jesus. you see you see magus go from like feigning a smile and and stuff like that to just turn blank when he turns over <laughs> to but was it bod or bod uh bod Mater is my surname jarell is the first is my 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 uh first name would you looks prefer, over at you would you prefer bod Mater? bod Mater, probably yes okay look over at Arcturus. <laughs> You have an interesting way of solving inefficiencies. Mm. That's why he's here. Be careful. It's, <laughs> it's the reason why I decided to join the Empire. It is the largest and most mechanical, most efficient way of bringing order to the galaxy. People, unfortunately, are the least efficient of any system. If you'd like to avoid summary <laughs> execution, you should probably work on those people skills. Mm. he's just kind of like I don't have to if I can machine my way out of people (laughs) so your uh, data pads beep your uh, assignment for the day has come through (laughs) no (laughs) No. not that (laughs) beep 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 beep. (laughs) so um, your assignment for today is you're going to be working at the guard shack which is out front of the heavily fortified hospital um, which is just in, it's just inside the north gate. So yesterday you were working just inside the south gate, which is where the food is being given out. Uh, just inside the north gate is where the hospital is located. This oh. is now the only hospital that exists in Anka or the city surrounding it, right? This is where you go. Uh, so you arrive there, it's a short walk. If you want to do anything super exciting on your walk, you are more than welcome. Um... But, you know, it is it is a regular day. You are inside the compound, so there's nothing really new to learn. It is just the compound. Um, so when you arrive at the guard shack, you are relieving um, the two people who are already working there. Um, they're very excited to leave. They've been there all night. Shit. And they show you um, how the system works. There's a retinal scanner when people walk up to the booth. It's going to give you all of their medical information immediately. Um, so you're not really going to have to ask them, and then you are going to funnel them to the appropriate place. However, your orders are that under no circumstances anyone to be allowed in. The hospital's at capacity, and there are no beds. Um, there is basically a shanty town of people kind of like camping and waiting for beds. Most of them are sick. Most of them look sickly and starving, right, mm. On maybe on top of being sick. <laughs> People don't look good, mm. right? And they look like they have been camped out here for weeks at the front of the line. Um, in the only exception to no one being allowed in, if they are a universal blood donor, you are to call the supervisor from the hospital and they are to be escorted into the appropriate areas. So if they're there to donate blood... Regardless of what they are there for, if they are a universal donor, you can Ooh. they will find space. Okay. Right? That is the only exception. But nobody else <coughs> is to be allowed into this hospital. Now, in terms of blood donors, uh, I'm presuming only human. Uh, native Nathoyan blood will also work. Okay. Um, but no other alien species. It's human or Nathoyan. 
anything else. Um, not that there is a whole lot else on this planet. Um, it was, you know, fairly backwater. There's not a whole lot of alien species here. It's mostly Nathoyans and now Imperial humans. Mm. Uh, but there are some. And, uh, you know, humans can blood donate and Nathoyans can blood donate and their blood all goes together. That's fine. No other species. Uh, so you have a, a push-to-talk intercom system, so they can't hear you as you confer inside the mm. booth. That's fine. <laughs> so that you're not you're not if you guys decide to table talk right yeah. like and it's the th- three of us all manning the same yeah it's door? It's, it's a guard booth right like Got it's it. this okay. blacked so out this... guard booth and you are inside we have our coffee and our donuts <laughs> yeah your coffee and your donuts it's kind of you know when you pull into a hospital and there's like a parking attendant yes it's that sort of a thing but Wonderful. there's no parking it's just the lead up to the door to the hospital hmm. well, gentlemen it seems to me that the the <coughs> Correct me if I'm wrong on the inefficiencies here, but it might mm. be the, the most efficient to separate by race into categories mm-hmm. and then screen the Nathoians and the humans with a quick questionnaire about blood donors, mm. like uh, blood types, and then just send the rest home or keep them waiting. I just sort them, process them, do our job. So that the well, I mean, I'm I'm seeing that the, the the hospital's already at capacity, and when they walk up and use the retinal scanner, it gives us all of their medical information. From what we can tell right now, all of the people that are waiting outside the hospital are just camping in a series of shanty towns, which means that if any of them have any kind of contagious pathogens, they're going to be passing them between each other. People that walk up and have pathogen A should be moved into a section where only people, regardless of their race, that have that condition will be maintained if that condition is contagious, and just start. Qu- quarantining people basically outside the hospital to ensure that the problem doesn't get worse. Is the, do we know, is there, are, are there any like virulent outbreaks on Nathoyan right now? Um, people have kind of the <coughs> usual, uh, there's like a pneumonia flu-y thing going around that's, that's normal, right, in a population. Um, mm. Otherwise, not, no like plagues. Okay. That sounds like a advisable course of action. Okay. And we'll have uh, Triple O on the mic. Sure. <laughs> to talk to people. So our, our stra- so our strategy here is to yeah separate the the contagious people into their own corrals or pens, mm-hmm. yeah. and then otherwise healthy sort them by like figure out who the donors are, admit them, and just go about our business. Yep. If they're donors, let them in. <clears throat> if they're not, then leave them outside. If they're contagious with something, then quarantine them in specific zones. Do any of you have any points in anything medical? New. No. Nope. But I have medical. two intellect. <laughs> <laughs> we have two intellect, and he's got a bunch of information on stuff. He, he does. Medical. He has some knowledge. Um, there's a medicine oh, under yeah, mechanics. Nothing. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I mean... When the machine tells us that they're sick with something, I could be like, <laughs> yeah. hey, Triple O, is that, is that contagious? <laughs> <laughs> there, is, there is a little bit of a line forming. It forms every time there's a change of the guard, right? People uh-huh. see that there's a change of the guard happening, and they kind of come back in to check um, what's up. So there is a line that's forming if you'd like to start taking people, unless you want to start splitting people into... Yeah, did you Other want me to address before? the populace or do we want to deal with everyone on a case-by-case basis? Because I was also thinking of exploring the hospital if there's any way I can get in there. Hmm. Probably on our break. Okay. Yeah, I like that idea. Uh, on break, we'll go inside and see what's happening. Yeah. 
um, in addition to that, then I would say the best way to do it is just let them come to us one by one because they're, they're forming a line already and then just be like, they, okay. They seem to know the drill better yeah, than you do. Like, okay, if you have this thing, <clears throat> is that contagious? Cool, stand over there. Okay, you have this thing, is that also contagious? Cool, stand over there. Are you a donor? Let you in. Are you just have a broken arm? Okay, go wait out there. Mm-hmm. Like, go back to the shanty town um, and just kind of take them as they come. Okay. Okay. That sounds cool. Excellent. So your first customer. Uh, there are two women. One is stooped over an elderly. Um, they look similar. They're native Nathoyans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one who's with her seems to be her daughter. She seems to be in good health. Um, when they walk up, the old woman does the retinal scan. Um, she is not a universal donor. Has had generally no health problems in her life, but you can tell right now from watching her that she has a very bad chest cough. Mm. Um, and the daughter doesn't even wait for you guys to speak first. She just starts talking about how this has come on very suddenly and her mother is very ill and they really just need to see a doctor because her mother's health has declined so quickly. It's been in the last 24 hours. So Mm. you can tell they haven't been there for too long. Well, congratulations on being the first two to approach us this morning. (laughs) Great job. You get our renewed energy. Uh, we've <laughs> concluded, uh, based upon the results of your retinal scan, that your mother's health is is in decline. But we've got a fantastic <laughs> opportunity for her to be isolated from the rest of the populace. You've got a few moments to say goodbye, and then we'll ask you to return to the shantytown and separate her from everyone else. All right, so where, where are you putting? Where do you want to put the mother? Oh my god. Um can we can we set up like uh tape? <laughs> like literally just like a like rope doctor. I, I would suggest since now. they've already set up a shanty town, we should just appropriate a part of that town. Right. Yeah. For the I was gonna say, like what deal. resources do we you know, have? You know what? I'll give you like a couple of armed guards. And like at some, least two who were tents. standing yeah. outside, yeah. And some of the, like We've some tents some that we can now. throw up, like a kitchen tent or something. Yeah, I'm sure de- I'm sure deploy. that if you asked them they can they can get it. Great. So we'll see. So you're gonna you're gonna set up like a little isolation. Now, area. now I turn I turn to my compatriots. Now, it is quite possible that this daughter has caught whatever her mother has. Mm. You think she should go in with her? I think for from a precautionary standpoint, if we're gonna isolate one, we should isolate them both. Uh, Triple O, what's the incubation period on the condition she has? Um. It it is a it's not in her medical record, but it is a bad chest cough. Like it's it's really phlegmy. It sounds real gross. But might I think be, she's might get be better. something like whooping cough. Oh, okay. but she is an old woman. Like it sounds like a sort of whooping cough thing. But like I mean, you don't know what Nathoyan could just get. be. She's Nathoyan. It could just be old people gunk. It could be old people <laughs> gunk. It could be the flu. It could be lung cancer. Like it could. Okay. It could be many things. You have no medical knowledge. Well, let's quarantine her just to be safe. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna quarantine both of them. Okay. Um, the daughter is not happy about it. She um, gets to but stay you with her do. Grandma. But you do have armed guards. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she does go, but she is, com- she is complaining about it very loudly the whole time. Some people got shot last night, so <laughs> maybe and, don't complain so loud. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, people in the, the shanty town and in the line are staring, right? Like you have... We, we've asked the, our first customers have been escorted by armed guards to a quarantine. Yeah, so, to, to a so. quarantine that was just hastily erected, like with a yeah. sign on the tent that says, do not enter. We've uh, <laughs> done a great job setting precedent, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we should... We should pat ourselves in the back. So it, oh, yeah. it takes a minute for someone else to want to approach you. Everyone else is kind of <laughs> concerned at this point, right? Um, but the next person who does is a middle-aged man. He's a human. 
uh, physically strong, but he has a terrible laceration in his arm. Oh, shit. Um, he says it's from a workplace accident. There mm. is nothing. He does work in a manufacturing plant. Um, but there is nothing in the file when he's a retinal when he does his retinal scan. There is nothing in the file that notes that he was in a workplace accident. So if he was in a workplace accident, it would have been filed. If it was filed, yeah, right. Yeah. Like if everyone did their job, like in a in a perfect world, if it was filed, then yes, it should be in his file. But he says, you know, he works in a manufacturing plant. Um, it's been rudimentarily stitched back together. They haven't done a very good job. It's wrapped in a whole bunch of the kind of dirty at this point rags that are all brown and gross mm. um uh, it looks like it's probably infected like you don't need medical knowledge to tell that it is probably infected um and he tells you without prompting um that he has two young children at home and he really wants to get back to work because he needs to feed them uh he is not a universal donor i mean we have orders yeah we're not gonna patch him up there's no room in the hospital, unfortunately. I'm going to turn to him and put the intercom button. Well, thank you, citizen, for uh, your, your in, you know, continuing effort to serve the Empire. Um, unfortunately, we are at full capacity at the moment. But uh, as, a, as, a, as a good citizen, I'm sure you understand that we need to keep productivity levels high, especially in this trying time. So, um, and, and he interrupts you and he goes, but I, I want to be productive. I want to go back to work. I just wouldn't, wouldn't BACTA just like solve this immediately? Like, wouldn't I be able to go back to work like oh, right away? I wouldn't even, <laughs> I wouldn't even take up a bed. Like it's not even necessarily a BACTA tank. Like you could probably just submerge his arm for a couple minutes yeah. and he'd and be okay. he'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know that much. Wait, we have blasters, right? We have those guards. Yeah, you have you have arm. armed <laughs> you have armed guards. Um, you don't, AJ, but the two of them have melee weapons. Actually, right. I think I gave you one because I thought it would be hilarious if a droid tried to use a truncheon. Yeah, <laughs> like a, a protocol if a three PO droid tried 3PO to hit something with a cudgel. <laughs> I thought that would be amazing, so <laughs> I did. Can't you know even that. get his arm all the way up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can't unbend his arm. I've got a blaster pistol, but yeah. I was just thinking. I mean, he would likely live if his arm was detached entirely. <laughs> like we could volunteer to rip his arm off and then just cauterize the wound. It seems like it's infected, so wouldn't it be better or quicker for him to get back to work with are, just... Are, yeah. you, are you recommending that to him out loud? Yes. <laughs> he, <sighs> he, he leaves. Okay. He is not into that. Like, he's gone. <laughs> he doesn't stay in the shantytown. He runs down the street. It's his funeral. He's, he's probably going to lose the arm anyway. Yeah, um, yeah he is gone, gone. But okay. we offered. <laughs> <laughs> you did offer to, yeah. to just take his arm off. Um, the next one who comes up, I mean, now there's been one, two people <laughs> quarantined and the last guy took off like you threatened to rip his arm off. Um, <laughs> I offered. <laughs> like you offered to relieve him of his arm, which he is rather physically and literally attached to. Um, so it does take a couple minutes again as people continue to confer with themselves whether any of this is worth it. Um, it, but, uh, you know, a young family comes up. This is the best game of Papers, Please I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to tell you that when I wrote this, I turned, I said to Justin, I was like, do you think we could play Papers, Please, the role-playing game? <laughs> 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 so I'm really thrilled. Um, so, yeah, it's a young family, a uh, young nuclear family with a young child, uh, all native Nathoyans. Uh The child is coughing. To the point where they are almost vomiting. 
Uh, they have a hard time getting the child's eye on the retinal scanner. They're coughing so much. There's no blood yet, um, but it does not sound good. Uh, but the child is a universal donor. The child is maybe four. Take the child in, separate her from the family, follow our orders. But if, if they've been around her, they've been exposed to whatever she has. I think we should find out what she has. Um, we should probably have one of the guards help her with the retinal scan. Does the scan uh, identify the pathogen that she currently has, like no, what she's sick with? because no one has seen a doctor yet. Oh, um, okay. The doctor would have to. Like, they're out here waiting to see a doctor, so you can only look at the symptoms right. um, and either bring them in or not. Um, okay. You don't know what they have, but it looks like some kind of... I thought the like retinal scanner would tell us. If they have an outstanding, like, long-term condition that a doctor has already seen, a yes. A file, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. It just brings up their file. It doesn't no, this actually, is, like, this scan No, this is a four-year-old kid who has generally lived a fine life, but now they are coughing up a lung. I would say we admit the child and quarantine the parents. I like that idea. Concurred. All right. So if you are going to admit the child, um, your protocol states that you call in and ask for an escort. Um, but, you know, you wait a couple of minutes and uh, no one comes out. So eventually when you radio again, um, someone is saying, you know, we don't we don't have the people. We don't have the people to bring to, to let anyone out. Um, but, you know, you have you have a droid with you, right? Mm. Why don't why don't you just send the droid in? With the was, child, so just have the droid escort that. the child inside. Yeah, yeah have I the droid escort it. the child inside. Yes, you I guys, could, you guys keep working. I could escort the child inside. The droid, no offense, not at one hundred percent. Yeah, the the person on the other end is not interested. Okay, in, fine. In, in no, yeah, no, I don't. I don't tell them that. No, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, you know, I'll, I just offer zero like, percent you know, interested in your excuses. Why don't I do that? I'll I'll do it. I'll I'll bring the kid in. Uh, uh, they would like the droid. Okay, they're going to upload um, the map to the droid. Mm. Right, so that you go exactly where they would like you to, because the hospital is at capacity. Right, like it's pretty insane in there. There's a lot of infectious diseases. The droid's not going to carry anything out of the hospital. Yeah. Right, that's that is why they want the droid. But they're very terse when they explain this to you. They did okay. not want to explain this. Okay, fair enough. To you, how so? How's the family? So we we haven't really notified the family. No, you haven't. But you have. They've been waiting outside. I think uh, maybe Triple O should <clears throat> give them the good news. Um, Go for it. So it's a, a mother. It's a father, mother and a father and their young they're child. Young, they're, they're all young fairly child. young. Like mm, Nathoyans are a little hard to age, but they look like mid twenties max. Right. Well, uh, congratulations. Uh, first of all, on your selection for admittance for your daughter, <laughs> she will be escorted uh, by me personally into the hospital to receive some sort of care that awaits her and. Uh, because of your exposure, the two of you have been selected for a wonderful seven-night stay in our quarantine zone. <laughs> they are not okay with this. They want to go with their child. Like, it, she's only four. You, you can't. You can't take her away from them. She's never been away from them. Like, you can't. You can't do this. They need to go with her. She's going to be scared. Well, uh, makes sense to me. So I'm just going to bring them on inside with me, and I doubt anyone will stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Our armed guards will. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could probably. you could also um, make either a charm or a deception check. Someone, if you would like to try that, I, to I, just let the parents go in. I'm um, going to intimidate to either convince the parents 
that they don't need to go or that they can't go. Um, there are a lot of ways you could go with that if you wanted to talk to the parents. There were fewer ways if you want to talk to your fellow Imperials. I would like yeah. to coerce the parents, but like through in, through intimidation, using coercion, mm-hmm. um, to, to, to stay in the quarantine <laughs> zone. I'm because not. I do not want to be the Imperial officer or uh, to let directly disobeyed orders on my on our third visit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely am career-focused right now, and I don't want to make those kinds of mistakes. All right. What's your coercion number? Uh, it is one, but my will is two. Okay. Um, so you're going to get one yellow die and one green die. Um, I'm going to say it is an average... Difficulty, so that's two of those die. Um, you are in a position of power right now, so I'm going to give you a nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, really, we could just take them at force, but I'd like them to not yeah. scare the populace talk too them, much. Talk I, I give them, them. A, a nice, like, situational die. Yeah. So nice. We can... Because okay. they're in a position of power. So I have two yeah. successes. Yep. A blank, so nothing. Yep. Uh, a fail, or whatever it's called, the Imperial yeah, Symbol. Yeah, the Imperial Symbol. And then a... Uh, a uh, so that, that one is a failure, and that one's a threat. Ah, uh, threat, okay. Yeah, so the little triangle dude is a failure, so that oh, cancels out cancel one success. Yeah. Yep. And then, so you have one success and one threat. Um, what do you say to them? I'm curious. Uh, okay, I'm going to think about this soon. <laughs> I'm... Unfortunately, we must insist that you be separated from your daughter for the sake of her uh, and for the citizenry of Nathoyan. Um, I hope you understand. Um, I mean, they're not happy about it, but you do have several armed guards also. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they're they're going to accept it, but um, people are noticing, right? People nearby are noticing that you are splitting, like taking a four-year-old child from a family. Like this kid is is very young, uh, can barely walk to begin with, but then is also basically coughing up a lung, like a very young, very sick child, and you're sending the family one way and then giving the child to a droid and sending it into the hospital. It all sounds perfectly reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> people people are not happy about this, and you can tell when you look out at this shantytown that everyone is watching you and everyone is judging you. Yeah. So, you know, the... <laughs> Job's a job. <laughs> no, one, no one is happy. You could tell walking up. No one is happy about the Empire to begin with at this point. Everyone's hungry. They're sick. Like, their loved ones are dying. Everything is terrible here. This has not made their opinion of you any better. Um, should we make an announcement, do you think? I mean, it might be more efficient to separate the contagious people. Just by making an announcement, being like, if you're a universal donor... We can And AJ, I'm going to pull you to go into the hospital, but then I'm going to let them right now talk about what they're going to do while you're gone. Yeah. 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 Just like cuz I mean the the fact that we're letting in universal donors is not a secret, right? Like we're allowed to tell people that. I, there I, is nothing in the file you were given that says you cannot tell them. Yeah. Like it it is not expressly said that you are forbidden to it's tell. It's probably anyone. not the best recommended because we want to give them an illusion of hope and safety and security and if they know that we only want them for their blood that might cause a panic it might but just that the hospital is at capacity that we're doing our best to make room for people that we're not going to be able to accept almost anyone and that people that are contagious need to be quarantined so that you know we don't create a worse problem yes we also don't want to turn away Valid donors. 
if we say we're at capacity, people might leave. Hmm. Um, we could. I, are there portable scanners for files for these kinds of things? Yeah, you all have data pads. So we mm. could just send someone. Except for the droid, which it's built into Go you. down the line, yeah. scan everybody quickly rather than one at a time, and just separate all the donors right then and there. Emit them on mass. Efficiency. We could try that. Yeah, if you want to start doing that while I take AJ into the hospital. And we don't have to tell them their criteria. Presumably, no one will be upset at being selected to enter the hospital if they're in line to get into the hospital. Are there breather masks that I can wear? Uh, You will have respirators, yes. Sweet. Okay, I'm going to do that (laughs) because I don't want to get sick. Um, So, yeah, no, I'll go out and start uh, start scanning people if you want to stay in the booth. Sure. Go with that? Yeah. Cool. All right, so you guys um, can do that. There is a line of about about a dozen people, and then there's probably at least a hundred more kind of like loitering around the shantytown. Um, but I am going to take triple zero into the hospital now. Can we start calling you Trip? Sure. <laughs> trip. Uh, so I'm going to take... I'm sure no matter what you call him, he's going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, you have, oh, I dropped my pen. No, I can't play with it. Um, you, oh no, there's another pen. This is bad. Um, so you are, uh, you have the schematics of the hospital uploaded, mm. right? And so you know exactly <clears throat> where to take the child. It's not easy going because you're a droid that doesn't have the best mobility in the world. It's a very short child and the child is coughing a right. lot. Um, and, and this is a toddler, right? They are not good at walking on the best of days. And so I'm- this is not... This is not the best thing that's ever happened. I'm not to very you. comfortable to like carry them because my mechanical limbs. Would yeah, be like very... protocol droid arms kind of come into about here, yeah, which you know, so... gesturing like this on a podcast is just like great A <laughs> podcasting. But you know, their arms don't really bend much past ninety degrees. So we're walking together slowly down these halls. Yeah, you are walking slowly down these halls, right. and um, you notice. That uh, everything is very quiet and orderly and clean inside. Mm-hmm. Um, you would perhaps even call it empty. Yes. As you walk through the halls. There are no extra – there are like gurneys and everything in the hallway, but there's no one on them. Right. In fact, you don't even hear anyone mm-hmm. as you walk through the halls. Um, the phlebotomy lab is not too far into it, but you have been walking with this very slow child for about 10 minutes and you haven't seen another person the entire time you've been inside Mm. the hospital. Well, I'm sure there's a great explanation for this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the phlebotomy lab is full of people. Uh However, um, they're all sitting quietly, kind of if you've ever seen uh, people sitting for chemo. Uh It looks a little like that, right? Everyone's in their own chairs. They're hooked up. They're having blood taken. Um, some of them are also having, you know, oxygen masks and doctors. Some of them are being cared for. Some of them are just sitting quietly. <laughs> Connell has not put on his respirator properly and has contracted pneumonia. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing me. <laughs> um, he, no, he's busy building a better respirator <laughs> before he leaves. I'm busy building better lungs. <laughs> I'm sure you'll mechanic your way out of that one. Yes, I will. <laughs> Um, but so <laughs> next to uh, the the phlebotomy lab, which is full of patients, is a nurse's station. Um, uh-huh. And the single nurse there, you recognize her voice when she greets you as the one who spoke to you earlier. Right. Um, and she comes and sees that you're having a hard time with this toddler mm. and puts her mask on and takes the toddler into the lab. Um, she leaves the door to the nurse's station open. Cool. You can see that her computer is on, mm. unlocked, mm-hmm. and visible from the door. 
Oh, I'm going to go and check out her computer. Go Execute sure. order 66. Uh, I, <laughs> I have no fear that anyone will catch me or that uh, anything could possibly go bad. <laughs> That's true. You are a droid. Um, this is so going to be great. On, I'm going to get all the, nurses, the information and find on, out what's going on. On the nurse's computer. Yes. Um, on the original tab is a hospital staffing form. Uh, you look it over quickly, and you can tell that every other department except for phlebotomy uh, is empty. Mm-hmm. There are just lines running through the rows. This it's is a- great. Everyone can get jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. It's a big table, right? And where the attending physicians and nurses should be listed, it's just stricken. Okay. Except for phlebotomy. Right. Okay, so technically they weren't lying. There's just no staff in any of those departments, so there's no one in those departments at all. They are at capacity. They are, in fact, at capacity. (laughs) Uh, Would you like to keep looking? It's been perhaps 30 seconds. It's been. (laughs) You went there before I did. Womp. Man, what there there are one, two, three, four other tabs open on her computer. Oh yeah, let's check out those other tabs for sure. Pornhub, Pornhub, (laughs) Pornhub. Fat life. Man, she's really into butt stuff. <laughs> uh, on the next tab, those dice you hear are me rolling, and yes. I'm not telling them what I'm rolling. Okay. Uh, on the next tab are uh, the blood donor levels, right, of oh. universal blood donors. You can tell that they have several thousand units, mm-hmm. um, which I'm going to have you roll me an maybe an education check. Um, so what's your education number? I think it's one. You have one little box filled in? Uh, yep, one. One, and then your uh, intellect uh, number across the top. Is it also one? One, yes. Okay. Um, so I'm going <clears> to <throat> give you one of these and one of these and one of these because it is a easy check. Um, and you are alone, so... Right, that well, one that's came a up great blank. roll. Nice. Oh, Two good. successes. Blank, blank, Two successes. Two. Sweet. Um, so that gives you enough. You know, given your um, former education, that that is more than enough blood um, for a natural disaster or a war. Mm. Right? Like, they have absurd... They've a whole lot They of have low. absurd levels of universal donor blood. Okay. Ah. It has been approximately a minute. Would you like to keep looking? Yes. Can I make a request as to what kind of information I'd, I'm looking to obtain? Would that have any re- result? Um, you, She has like certain tabs open. You're not 100% sure how the hospital system works. Okay. Right? So um, you can attempt. You don't have any hacking like slicer skills. Right. Um, but if you would like to attempt that, we can figure out what roles you would be doing for it or you could keep looking at her tabs. Uh, I'll just keep looking at her tabs then for now. Um... On another tab, um, it's just a requisition form, and it is from Commander Hughes uh, for BACTA. And there's a little note on it in the notes section, right? There's the all of the requisition form. Everything checks out. But in the notes, um, it's he has chronic eczema, and he picks up mm. a supply of BACTA weekly from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a requisition form that, while it looks on the level, you've never seen this kind of requisition form before. It does not go through his superior officers. It mm. just seems to go directly to the hospital. And then there's a note with a time on it uh, every week when he picks it up. <laughs> uh, Do we know what time that is? <laughs> uh, yes, it's going to be tomorrow at end of day. End of day tomorrow. Okay. 
Um, and uh, would you like to keep looking? Yeah, let's look at that there last are, tab. Or yeah, there's one. There are two more if you want to look, but. Uh, but you can hear that the nurse is beginning to finish up mm-hmm. with the patient. Like, she has walked. Uh, like, you can start hearing her voice again. So you know that she has begun to walk back to her uh, her little nurse's station. Yeah. But then someone else calls for her. And so she hasn't come to you yet. Um, on the last tab um, is a list of ships coming into the main port mm-hmm. and the schedule of those ships. Ooh. Half of them appear to be Imperial. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them have lists of medical supplies on them to be received by the hospital. Uh, but some of the ships have smuggler ship names. Mm. You can tell because their names like, and you can all thank Justin for this, the Centennial Peregrine, the Decade Sparrow, and the Annual Budgie. <laughs> 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 uh, there are also notes on this form of what's going out, and it's uh-huh. mostly universal donor blood. Oh. Uh, and in a lot of cases, it's in exchange for supplies from these smuggler ships. Wait a And second. there is a whole, uh, like, it, this is the next week's uh, schedule for all of this. It's all scheduled in for the next week. Right. Um, I'm starting to think there's a whole conspiracy going on here, guys. Well, it's not a conspiracy. They're getting blood from the people here in order to buy supplies because there has been a natural disaster. Yes. Not a natural disaster. Well, a natural disaster. There has been a disaster uh, that people need a lot of blood for. <clears throat> but Would you like to continue trying to look through her computer? Well, of course. I'm not scared of anything. <laughs> uh, you are there, and uh, the nurse actually does walk back into the room. Oh, <laughs> The wonderful. dice finally came up with what I was looking for. Um, and, and she kind of looks at you and just goes, can I help you? No, I was trying to help you. I was diagnosing your computer, seeing if there was anything wrong with it. It's one of my specialties. Do you have – what do you have in, like, charm or coercion I've or deception? Deception like, of two. You have a deception of two. Ooh. Okay, I want you to give and me – And charm of two. I want you to give me a deception <clears throat> check. So your deception is two. What's your cunning? It's a one, right? Uh, where's the... uh, Cunning is across the top in the little circles. One. Yeah, so you have a deception of two and a cunning of one. What dice do you already have? These guys. Pass those back. Um, That is not a roll. That is me dropping a die. So I'm going to give you one green dice, one yellow dice, um, two purple dice, and one black die because she is suspicious because you are in her room where you are not supposed to be. All right, fair enough. I'm just waiting for you to dismiss <clears throat> me. I don't... <laughs> I'm just so a, I'm just a robot. <laughs> so one success. Yeah, one success. Two advantages. Two advantage. One, one disadvantage. Fail and one threat. One fail and one threat. Okay, so the fail um, it cancels the out the success. So we've got two advantage. But and one you threat. have two advantages and one threat. So you are left with one advantage because the threat cancels out one of the advantages. So she doesn't <laughs> believe you at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does realize that she kind of just took your patient and she didn't tell you to leave. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm going to use that advantage means that she's not going to basically have armed guards take you into custody right now. Mm. But she is going to write an incident report about this. Cool. Whether anyone sees that or not, you yeah. don't know. 
Uh, you I know. always come across great in incident reports. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but she does just tell you to leave. Oh, that's fine. Cool. Uh, so you are <laughs> cool. <laughs> you are free to either return to the guard station. Yeah. Um, you can contact your compatriots at any time on their comm links. I think I'll just walk back to uh, walk, back? walk back through the uh, isolated hotel at a leisurely pace, and then uh, check in and, and see how things are going with you guys. I'm assuming very well. Yeah, so let's let's check in with you guys. You guys have been uh, so trying. Been profiling. You've been profiling people <laughs> with zero uh, medical expertise at all, just kind of like poking at them. And we did set. We, we were attempting to separate them based on blood type and, and availability. Did that? Did we have any success in, in? You can tell what their universal donor blood type is when you retinal scan them, right? And you have the, the little. Like, no, yeah, no, you have no, the little scanner. Yes, so is no. that what you've been doing? <laughs> just taking people that are universal donors and and putting them in a different line. Yeah, we just figured it was taking too long to give them one at a time. Might as well fast track, create a fast lane. And I do love efficiency. (laughs) (laughs) Connell gets this look on his face when he says efficiency that is just just serial killer looking at, you know, Jerry Brudos looking at shoes look on his face. Like, (laughs) you can all Google that. It's fine. (laughs) I'll wait. I'll wait here. Don't Google Pause it. this. Justin's Go freaking out up. in the other room. Do not Google it. He is not okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, you guys have been doing that quite effectively. You have one line one way and a much shorter line of maybe three people who are universal donors on the other way. Cool. Um, when Triple O comes back, I'm going to be like, excellent, you're here. Uh, wonderful. Let's go talk in the booth. Sure. Let's go talk in the booth. Nothing strange about that. Uh, no, not at all. Just be like, let's <laughs> let's confer especially, with our Especially droid. not with the side eye you're giving me. Just like, yes, let us go, let's go talk, talk in, in the, the booth with our human mouths. With our like, human <laughs> mouths. <laughs> human tetherball. Uh, Is it just the two of us or are we bringing a lot of... I'm, I'm in the booth already. You're in the booth all the time. Yeah. So I'm just going to like walk in the booth with you um, mm. and ask if I can uh, take a copy of some of the information that you received when you were inside. Because I didn't know you were going on the computer, but I had planned when they gave you a, a layout of the hospital mm-hmm. and some other stuff that I was like, cool, when you get back, I'm just going to grab a, like an image cap of your memory and just go through the data. You can you can transfer anything from your memory to their data pads. Like I that, transfer that is... him, uh, them both, everything that I have mm. uh, to share. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you have in your memory bank everything you looked at on her computer. Hmm. I'm scrolling through the data pad. And this I is start, to share. I start yes. <laughs> I start grinning when I come across Hughes's stuff. <laughs> Gentlemen, this presents a, a unique opportunity mm. to rise the ranks far faster than we ever thought possible. I thought we had Hughes on the ration situation, but now we have enough power to have him executed if, if, if not, you know, demoted. Um, so, And that will certainly look good on you uh, if we uh, have you be the person to find that out. And I am sure in your new station you will need a droid and a mechanic. Indeed. <laughs> so I'm going to, if this is your plan and no one, <laughs> and no one has any objections, I'm going to fast track you through the rest of the day. Yeah. The day, the day goes on pretty much, you know, how it has been. Um, eventually, you are replaced by the night crew, um, who is flabbergasted at how quickly you got through that many people. Like People well, in the tent are sick. 
<laughs> yeah, people in tent are sick. Don't touch them. Don't go in the tent. It's full of sick people. Don't, yeah, don't go in the tent. Uh, it's basically Last of Us. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, and so... Um, <laughs> yeah, we just left them there. This quarantine zone with no... No medical expertise. No medical expertise. That's someone, that's someone else's problem now. Just corpses. Right? So you you literally just, just leave them. Just, <laughs> no, just keep putting the sick people in the tent, and then after a day or two, just light it on fire. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've, left, you, you've left notes about what you did, and here are the new red shirts to just take over whatever it is you guys have been doing. Good job. Um, so you, you go to the mess hall that evening, and uh, you notice that the rations have been halved. Everyone's rations have been halved. Including all mm. of ours? Including all of yours. Mm. Everyone's rations. Good thing I got those extra rations for... <laughs> you, <gotta laughs> you, you do have rations squirreled away from the day before unless you just went on a, like, midnight a binge. Car- carb binge. <laughs> I'm carb loading. <laughs> oh, yeah, weird sponge powder. <laughs> I got a long day of evil ahead of me tomorrow. I got a carb load. As you sit down to dinner, there is another Adelhard speech that is broadcasted on everything. When Adelhard does a speech. Um, it takes over everything. It's like an emergency news bulletin or an Amber Alert, right? Like, oh, it God. just takes over everything <laughs> and he just goes. <laughs> now I'm looking at, at Justin in the other room. Did you see my message that I sent you? No. Oh, I wasn't sure if this is what you wanted me to do. Oh. Yeah, no, that that is a good one. I like that one. So I'm going to... <laughs> one of the Dark Destiny tokens has just been flipped over. Uh-oh. Right, Adelhard That is, means we have two positives, yeah. though. Adelhard, yeah. Adelhard, yeah. Adelhard yeah. is about... Look it up. We're Ad, getting our power back. <laughs> Adelhard is about to make a speech. Oh, boy. So, uh... Officers of Anka Base, I wish to congratulate you on your diligence in rooting out the corruption in the Ration Distribution Center. As we continue to look into this internal affair, no more further rations shall be distributed, either internally or externally from the base. Enjoy your meal. It may be a few days until you eat again. Adelhard out! (laughs) And then he comes back on. And a special commendation to, Connell, what's your name? Uh, Magus Arcturus. <laughs> to Magus Arcturus, the one who found out all about the corruption. It is with loyal activities like his that we will all find future work with the strong and ever perseverant empire. Y'all think that's an insult, but it's not. <laughs> I'm fucking proud of what I've done. <laughs> all, all the eyes look to you. Yeah, everyone looks over their tiny, tiny little meals <laughs> at little, you. The little fucking sponge cakes. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just like the sad little, like, rising bread that yeah, they do in Force thing. Unleashed, right? Force it's just, just a little, Just a little tiny one, Force Awakens, not Unleashed. <laughs> one quarter portion. Yeah, yeah, pretty hey, much. Hey, seems like you're a celebrity now. <laughs> I'm proud of what I've done. I ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> <laughs> We got a real snitches get stitches vibe going on in this uh, mess hall right now. That is unfortunate because behavior like that would be inefficient. (laughs) (laughs) And so what's your plan for what you know about Hughes? Um, So I'm presuming that he hasn't been rooted out yet because all they know is that there was a corruption issue. As far as you can tell, Hughes, when you're watching everything tonight, Hughes is still in charge. He is still giving orders 
and uh, you do not see Baumgartner. Uh, yeah, I would like to. Oh, so I'm sure he passed the buck on that one. Well, well Baumgartner is in charge of Hughes, right? Yeah, so I, I, my, my goal was to try and get a moment to have a drink with Baumgartner and to slide him over the data pad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to find he, Baumgartner he doesn't. First. He does not generally have dinner with the unwashed masses. Indeed. Right? <laughs> well, eventually we're going to have our meeting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you're in the oh, queue. Oh, you do, I, you I do have a queue and, for you know, the meeting. That's true. This is the entire um, thing. If you, use, if you use a destiny point, I will grant you that meeting for the morning. I think we should. We got two. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we got two yeah. back. Yeah. All, right, All right. So, that's, so for those of, you, those of you keeping track at home, I have two black tokens and one white token right now. Um, and in the morning, we are going to have our meeting with Baumgartner, but that's going to be at the beginning of the next episode because we're out of time. Bum, bum, <laughs> bum. Dun, dun. <laughs> um, yeah, that was great, guys. I love playing Papers, Please, the role-playing game. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I have been your GM for today on Ashes of the Empire, Brie Poison. To my left, we have... Julian Spillane. I didn't even commit an atrocity this episode. Wonderful. I mean, y- you were almost on the, like, you basically made a little mini concentration camp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next but, the, but the good kind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's good when you're in charge, right? <laughs> Congratulations on concentrating all of the ill patients into a small camp adjacent to the hospital. Adelhard's into it. <laughs> so. If there was only some way to concentrate all of these people in some kind of camp. <laughs> Next to Julian, we have. Uh, not so eager to identify himself now, <laughs> but forever eternally mechanically optimistic AJ Fry. <laughs> Next to him. Uh, the ever efficient Connell Macbeth, uh, better known as Dr. Terawatt, playing Magus Arcturus. I never knew you were so into efficiency. Oh, I am. Just the most into efficiency. Incredibly. That's great. All right. Thanks, everybody. This has been really good. Take it away, Justin. Apropos of nothing, has anyone played the new Wolfenstein yet? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Oh, boy. They're really not redeeming themselves at all in this campaign. Yes, new episodes of Terrible Warriors comes out every Tuesday and Thursday, and Ashes of the Empire will return in two weeks' time, where you can continue to see the moral decline on this show as we continue to plummet down this elevator shaft right to its very inevitable bottom. On Thursday, a new episode from the Edmonton crew as they are playing Unknown Armies, a film by Alan Smithy. And what started as a lark is getting deadly serious in Shrub County. Conspiracies and the occult and, yep, it's a Derek the Bard game. Next week on Tuesday, alternating with Ashes of the Empire, things are a little bit lighter on the odd week. (laughs) We're playing through the seventh sea. Will Mitchell is our GM for the first time on this show, and we're playing a game of romance and swashbuckling and sorcery. Well, we've saved some of the people, and we got back our fancy hat, and now we arrive in the settlement of Montanin, where we start to learn what is really going on in this plot. And that said plot will thicken on Tuesday. On Thursday next week, alternating with Unknown Armies, Derek the Bard is also running that game. And it's a weird one. Completely improvised, entirely randomly generated using a number of tables that are provided. A Japanese school for girls called Kagagami High. You've already met our uh, strange characters. And now it's time to randomly see what happens next in an episode called Council Failure. 
It's their first day in school, which means be sure to pick up your permission slip that proves you exist. That's next week on Kagagami High. And along with our rotating games of one-shot stories, we've got a couple bonus campaigns running right now on Sundays. Every Sunday is Star Trek Sundays while we play through the living campaign that Modifius Entertainment has been sending out. We're in the middle of the rescue on Xerxes 4 and we are recording the following up stories. As long as the living campaign keeps being released, we'll keep playing those games. Star Trek Adventures every Sunday. And we also have another podcast you can subscribe to. It's called The Cambridge Chronicles. And that is just Mike the Birdman Dodd playing a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition game with his friends in Guelph. It was originally written to be a one-shot here on The Terrible Warriors, but then they recorded 100 episodes. So we decided to try out the new show. Let us know what you think. Subscribe to it at terriblewarriors.com slash Cambridge Chronicles. It is a long-form Dungeons & Dragons game. If you're a big fan of our year one stuff, that's it. It's classic Terrible Warriors stripped down. It's kind of like our acoustic version of the podcast. Does that make sense? Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. Of course, you can join our Discord channel anytime. And of course, you can choose to support us on Patreon if you like at TerribleWarriors.com slash Patreon. Today's Terrible Warriors and the ones most likely to get this show handed a cease and desist order. Now, they were AJ Fry, Connell Macbeth, Julian Spillane, and Game Master Bray Poison. Ashes of the Empire will return in two weeks' time. What terrible tasks does Bree have in store for our Imperial officers? Well, you'll have to find out here on the Terrible Warriors.